the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Lovely day. Decent amount of sunshine, high around 50, down to 28 with clear skies tonight. Next several days, mix of clouds and sun, temperature slowly increasing. Tomorrow's high, 53. Sixers lost 114-109 to Phoenix last night. Joel Embiid, 34 points, 12 rebounds. Tobias Harris had 30 points and 7 rebounds. Wasn't quite enough. And uh, interestingly enough, Jay Crowder from uh, Phoenix played for 30 minutes and didn't score any points. You rarely see that. However, he had four assists, two steals, a block, and 14 rebounds. So missed all 11 shots he took. There's got to be a lesson in there somewhere because the team won, you know? 0 for 6 from two-point land, 0 for 5 from three-point land, but found other ways to contribute. And uh, anyhow, helped Phoenix beat the Sixers last night. They're home tomorrow night. No, they're off till Friday, actually, uh, against Oklahoma City. And the Flyers are home this evening, taking on Detroit at 7. Flyers head coach Mike Yo. now that the All-Star break is behind them, they had a little momentum going into that break, talks about what he expects from the team as they come back from the uh, All-Star break and our playoffs even a remote possibility. I refuse to quit on the season, that's for sure. As far as a month ago, you know, we, we started to get on that run and we were still a long ways out. And my my mindset, my focus, you know, we at that time was, was the same as far as we have to build the right habits, we have to build the right game, and we have to make sure that every one of our players, it looks the same for it. It doesn't matter if you're Konechny, it doesn't matter if you're McEwen, you know, every guy has a responsibility when they go on the ice in every situation and that's what we're going to continue to work and build on and when you do those things you win hockey games obviously it's going to be challenging we've we've got a big hole to kill um, to, to climb out of but we won't know unless we start doing the right things night after night and i feel like it's getting closer so i would say that our mindset hasn't changed uh, definitely not quitting on on making the playoffs but you can't even think about making the playoffs until you're playing a game that's deserving of making the playoffs so that's our mindset continue to improve the players habits continue to grow their games continue to build the identity that they need to play the game with and create the culture that allows you to, to be one of those playoff teams in the end. It's Flyers interim head coach Mike Yo, Claude Giroux uh, also was asked about after the game where he thinks the team stands and I don't have that clip ready. Thank you very much. But Danny Briere, I will mention, uh, who used to play for the Flyers, play for the Sabres too, he uh, has been hired as kind of a moving forward whether or not they make the playoffs He's been hired as a special assistant to the general manager, a very likable guy. And uh, he talked about, uh, first of all, what it just simply means to be able to be back uh, working in this capacity for Philadelphia. I uh, played here. I had a lot of success with the Flyers, you know, along with Buffalo were probably the two teams where I spent the most time. You know, when I retired, this became home. 
you know, the family, the kids love it here. We made it our home. I was very fortunate. I was able to get involved here with this organization. I got to know a lot of people from the business side and the hockey side, a lot of people from the players, from juniors to the ECHL, American League and the NHL. So I know from top down the people in the organization, that makes it a lot easier. I don't have to move. I'm staying home. So, and, you know, I keep working for an organization that I love where I had a lot of success. So couldn't be a better setup. It's Danny Briere of the Flyers, who uh, moves into the front office. Again, he played here a number of years. I always, uh, when I covered the team part-time back in the day, really liked Danny. The, a lot of the hockey players are actually very respectful and uh, um, very kind and uh uh, what's the word? Gracious. They, they'll take time and talk with you. And Danny was one of the best at that. And it's uh, nice to see that he's going to be more and more part of the fabric of the Philadelphia Flyers moving forward and perhaps helping shape what happens with the team in the years to come. So you're starting this job now. What do you see as you look around at the Flyers right now? It's tough to tell how long it can take for, for that turnaround. I mean, obviously, we, we'd like to see the turnaround starting tonight. Being realistic, it might be next year or the following year. Who knows? I think there's a lot that comes into play. So let's say we don't make a push here to make the playoffs and we become uh, sellers. Well, it depends who's available to, to sell at the deadline. And it also depends what's available on the other side of the table. You, when you get draft pick, it might take a little longer. If you get guys that are coming to line up right away to help you out, that might rush it a little bit more. So it, it's tough to tell at this point. One thing I know is that there's a lot of good players. And I don't think we're uh, a team that's as bad as what the standings are showing at, at this point. And when you just look at the beginning of the year, I mean, we're, we were supposed to have Couturier, Hayes, Broussard, and Brown as our number one through four centermen. And how many of those games have these players played? We've pretty much lost our top four uh, centermen to start the year. So that puts us in a tough position. And that's where I believe we're, we're definitely not as bad as it's showing on paper. That's Danny Breer. Again, joining the organization as a special assistant to the general manager. He mentioned Derek Broussard, one of their centermen who's been out for a couple of months, basically. And he's finally back and talked about that. Yeah, it's been a long uh, two months. Uh, came back too quick, like three times in that span. So um, and it was pretty tough like for, for us as a team, losing uh, 10 games in a row two times and not being able to help my teammates. And I think that was the hardest part. But uh yeah, 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 hopefully I'm, I'm ready to go here. I'm, it's probably going to take a few games to, to get back to, to normal, but uh, I'll try to keep everything simple and uh, just have fun out there. It's Derek Broussard of the, uh, of the Phil, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, that clip I mentioned about Claude Giroux, this was just his thoughts on where the team is now that they're back from the All-Star break where he was the MVP, MVP actually this past weekend. Yeah, as of right now, you know, you look at the standing, it's, it looks pretty bad. It looks like it's going to be really... Uh, almost impossible but you know what what we have to do is just take one game at a time and if we can get a few games in a row and uh get back in in the race then we can look at the standing again but for for us right now it's just to keep getting better finding ways to uh to win some hockey games and we're gonna need everybody for that claude Giroux of the flyers again they're home tonight against detroit at seven let's see um, coming up, just so you know, a couple of special guests. They have a little something in common in terms of action. Uh, Aiden Quinn, an actor who's been in several, I don't know, three, four, five dozen movies and films over the last 30 or 40 years, uh, is in a new film this Friday, Liam Neeson's Blacklight. And Aiden Quinn is going to join us to talk about that. And speaking of action, a pastor that we air on the radio station, you may be aware, Pastor Raul Reese from Somebody Loves You 
which is at uh, 10.30 a.m. each weekday morning. That's redundant, right? Mornings at 8 a.m. Pastor Reese is a martial arts expert, and uh, he's going to be joining us, not to talk about martial arts per se, but Somebody Loves You is WFIL's Ministry of the Month for February. We have prizes for that. You can go to our site, WFIL.com, right in the homepage there, and uh, sign yourself up for that. So we're looking forward to having both of those on the program uh, today. The program is sponsored by Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Dave Peterson, presiding, owner-operator there for many years. He's had a long-time relationship with the radio station. Just to give a little insight as to why we can be here, one of the big reasons is Dave Peterson, and he just gave a little history. I had him on the program. He talked about just the backstory behind Brian, which has been around for 90 years. Yeah, my grandfather, Brady Briner, came to Philadelphia area from Junietta County back in, I guess, the 30s. Wow. That's my mom's dad, and uh, had, a, had worked for Pico for a while. He was a good mechanic. Uh, opened up his own shop in 1928. 1932, Chevrolet came around and offered him a Chevy franchise, and that's kind of how it all started. Then my dad got back from the Pacific in the Second World War and married my mom, and he was offered a job by my grandfather, and I guess all the rest is, is history. He, he stayed, became the dealer after my grandfather died, and then me as a kid, I was just always hanging around. I loved cars and loved race cars and all that stuff, NASCAR and all that. So I, I've just been a car guy all my life, and, and it's, it's it's been a, a wonderful business to be in and kind of fun most of the time. You've been, and you've been and you've worked a lot of different things too. Like you did mechanic work, if I remember correctly. So you know, I was yeah, how things I was work. A mechanic on the line, you know, fixing cars for a living. For about ten years, shop foreman, service manager, wrote. I, I did, you know, the front end writing service. We call them service writers. Or, for three or four years, and then um, kind of be- became the GM. And then when Dad passed, uh, Chevrolet let me become a dealer. So, okay. And for and for been good. And your son Mike is is uh, been there for a lot Mike's of years here, too, right? Right. Yep. So yeah, Mike Mike graduated from college, came here, and been here for probably twenty years. That's amazing. So, so that that that, yeah. that lineage continues, which is is neat to know. I know. I would just think anybody's buying a vehicle, I guess, is the second biggest thing you'll ever buy after your house. Generally speaking, you want to know that you're dealing with somebody you can trust. I know one of the things I've liked having you on the show over the years, uh, including other iterations of this program, is you like to educate people. And I think people really have felt over the years as they listen to you that they're learning from you as opposed to you're trying to sell them something. And that makes a big difference. Also, that you know what yeah, you're talking about, not just a nice guy. <laughs> so, Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And folks may remember you had a show <laughs> on WFIL for a number of years. It was a Car Talk, I think it was called? Yeah, Car Talk. Yep. Tom yeah. Lucidon and I, who worked at WFIL. Yeah. Um, I, I, that went nine years, believe it or not. I, I for, I'd forgotten that. I went back to my files and took a look. I think that's longer yeah, it was than Seinfeld. Fun. It was fun. Say again? I think it's longer than Seinfeld or Monk. It's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, it was once a week. Once a week show. Saturdays usually. Or sometimes in the afternoon. Early on, we were doing it on one of the weekday afternoons. But yeah. it was fun. It's Dave Peterson, owner-operator, Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown, a longtime sponsor of our program. And we give away gift cards, uh, courtesy of Briner. It's just $5.60 amount. And they're for Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. And we did this yesterday, and we're going to do it again today. If you would like one, just text me or email me, and uh, we'll send you one. We're actually mailing prizes out tomorrow. It's one per household. And if you've won last month, 
sit this one out. Otherwise, it's a guaranteed win. It's not a it's not a drawing. All right? Here's the text line. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. We'd be glad to mail that out to you. We like to give prizes away. We like to have fun around here. And one way we like to, uh, one of the prizes we actually have going right now has been this apologetics uh, parody CD called Back from the Future. And they have three, they actually have 64 CDs, apologetics does. They're biblical parodies. It's like Billy Graham mean Weird Al Yankovic meet. The last three CDs have been 80s themed. And we're giving away the newest one called Back from the Future. It has a dozen parodies on it. And uh, I'm going to play one of those for you in a second. Uh, but just so you know, the style of music that they do is everything from way back when. I think when Jay Jackson, their lead singer, is on with us, he says uh, it's Elvis to Eminem. Beach Boys to Backstreet Boys, like there's a whole thing he does that kind of covers the different eras. So let me give you a short version of of just one of those songs that they do called Little Youth Group. It's a, a parody of a Little Deuce Coop by the Beach Boys. This is Apologetics on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. A fun one from Apologetics. Little Youth Group, parody of Beach Boys, Little Deuce Coop. I'm going to play one other one for you in a second. It's from the CD we're giving away. But first, I talked to Jay Jackson on the program not long ago about the challenge of doing parodies in the first place, especially because the fun is not just the lyrics, which is part of it, but the sound. To sound Beach Boys-ish versus another band, not just the actual notes of the song as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. It depends on what the song is. Okay, some songs are challenging vocally because it's just if they have a particular... I think the most challenging one is the... Is Brian Johnson of ACDC. Uh, bon Scott of ACDC was actually right in my wheelhouse, but Brian Johnson, he, even though their voices are seen as being similar, he does a screech, and it's very hard to be, to be, to hold those notes to screech and to make your words be distinct. Those have, that's a real challenge. Um, as far as musically, there are sometimes when there's a guitar that's a particular kind, like a particularly like a Stratocasters and Telecasters are very hard unless you have those particular guitars to get them. Now, uh, thankfully, one of our guys, Wayne, who played on that one, he works at a music store, and, and, and he has a number of guitars as it is, but, um, but uh, that's something. That sometimes there are certain guitars or instruments that you just have to have that particular sound, or if it's a female vocalist, you've got to get somebody who can do that particular sound. You know, you know, things like that is a challenge. Sometimes the lyrics are a challenge, uh, but it, it's usually one of those things you know, where God guides God provides, so it's it's like it gives me a little bit of the idea, and it's it's humbling in one sense because it's like you know it's all coming from Him, but it's comforting on the other end because it's like all right, if He gave me this much, He'll give me the rest. That's Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, and again, their newest CD is called Back from the Future. We're giving it away. The contest ends this coming Monday, so if you want to get entered. WFIL.com. Go to the contest page and throw your name in the hat. You might have won a grand prize of three ADCs, the last three that they put out. They have 64 in their library. All sorts of styles, a lot of fun, and each of the song parodies has a scripture passage or more in the liner notes, so you can kind of trace it back to what part of scripture it comes from. Apologetics.com for info if you want to look them up. A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X. This is Mike and the Mechanics. All I need is a miracle originally. This is I Don't Need to See Miracles by uh, Apologetics. How to walk by faith and not by sight. 
It's Tim DeMar's show on WFIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. This is the Tim DeMar show. Apologetics. I don't need to see miracles. A parody of Mike and the Mechanics. And all I need is a miracle. Again, this is from their latest CD, Back from the Future. Enter to win that apologetic CD at WFIL.com. Just go to the contest page and maybe even win a grand prize of three 80s theme parody CDs. Again, apologetics.com is their site. A P O L O G E T I X. No double consonants and it ends in X, if that helps. Uh, just a quick reminder before we go to our first break that. We are giving away those gift cards to uh, Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Panera, Rita's, and Wawa. You get to get one free. $5.60, enough for you to get a couple waffle fries or a hoagie or something like that. Or most of a hoagie. Price is going up at Wawa, I guess. Uh, or a couple coffees. Take a friend out and get a little something to drink and hang out together. Just a little thank you for listening. One per household. And if you won the past month, we asked you to sit this one out. But just text in or email before the end of the show and you'll get to one. We're going to mail them out tomorrow, in fact. The uh, text line, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-DOVE, or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Actor Aiden Quinn going to be joining us in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons, 4 till 5, on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, he has starred and had roles in dozens of films and TV films and TV shows, and he's the co-star of the new Liam Neeson film, Blacklight, which opens in theaters this Friday, talking about Aiden Quinn, and he joins our program. How you doing, sir? Good, Tim. How you doing? Wonderful. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Uh, congratulations on the new film, Blacklight, opening this Friday. Uh, if you would, share a minute, just a little bit of the main story and, and your character, how you fit into the film. Well, um, Lean plays a character that is a, has a special kind of no-name part with the FBI where he retrieves uh, agents that have gone awry or gotten into very dangerous situations yeah. or mentally gone off. And I play the head of the FBI, who's an old friend of his. My character uh, is the country's going to hell in a handbasket and gets involved in doing some um, what uh, Leem's character considers nefarious things, and he finds out about it, and we start to go to battle. And we have a, that's the history of it, anyway. Yeah, well, and speaking of old friend and Liam, I guess you have worked together, it seems like every 10 years or so, you guys are in a film. I think the mission was maybe the first one, and more recently, Unknown, and I think there was another one in the middle. Uh, Have have you been friends all these years? Yes, yes, indeed, yeah, we've known each other. Is some thirty-seven, eight years, and uh, yes, you're right. About every ten years, we end up doing the film together. Wow! And what? yes, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, my wife and I are uh, godparents to uh, his one of his children, Danny. Um, we're yes, we're close friends. That's pretty Good cool. Friends, yes. Uh, is there an aspect of Blacklight you found most challenging to execute, whether it's for your role or just doing the film as you were part of it? You know. Just being the head of the FBI and having uh, getting in the mindset of someone who actually absolutely believes 100% that he's doing the right thing, even though 
to other people, it's crossing a line. So it's just a matter of getting into that mindset where you absolutely believe that you are doing the right thing. And um, so that that was fun and challenging. But the the, the great thing was getting to work with Lane, who's at the top of his game. And uh, it's a popcorn movie. It's got a lot of action. It's got a lot of good actors. And uh, it's uh, fun to watch. And uh, you'll enjoy it. Do you find after, and I'm just going to ask you that question about preparing for roles, you've been in so many different things. Just as an actor, do you think your growth has been what you call, I guess, linear, like every every event you do, every film or TV, you, you learn more? Or have there been like a couple of moments in your career that you, that was like a film that I really grew, I saw myself, whatever, you know, over the years? Yes, I just played Theodore Roosevelt in uh Amer- the American Guest on HBO Max, which is a four-part miniseries, which you should all check out if you haven't seen. Yeah. And that was the role of a lifetime, and that you could spend 10 years researching. It's the most extraordinary political figure, I think, in American history. And uh, it was a great script, a wonderful actor. So when you do a part like that, yeah, it really, really takes takes all of you um you know to get to play the head of an fbi is also a great thrill and to, to work in melbourne where there was zero covid in the middle of covid we were very lucky yeah to get to work there when they when, when they had no covid um so yeah i'm uh, i'm blessed that's great my mom was born in chicago where i think you spent some time honing your craft in the early days is that right yeah i'm from chicago born in chicago yeah okay so are you cubs fan white Sox, or How'd that go? Cubs, baby, <laughs> Cubs, baby, all the way. Uh, I am. I'm drink. I'm drinking out of a World Series Cubs champions mug as we speak. That's funny. Baby. That's funny. My mom passed in 2015, just before they won the World Series. But she got to see the Phillies win the two, you know, in, in '80 and '08. So, but when it wasn't the Phillies, uh, I was rooting for the Cubs. So. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cubs, man. All Cubs all the way. That's great. Well, yeah. it's, it's great to make your acquaintance, Aiden. Thank you so much for taking time. Uh, congratulations on the new film, Blacklight, and have a great rest of your day. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Check out American Guest on HBO Max, too. Thank you. Sounds good. That's Aiden Quinn of the Tim DeMoss Show, co-star of the new Liam Neeson film, Blacklight, which opens in theaters this Friday. Also, as he mentioned there, he plays Teddy Roosevelt in the new HBO Max series, The American Guest. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and we are real pleased to bring on board Pastor Raul Reese from the radio program Somebody Loves You. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you doing? Great. It's wonderful to hear your voice again. I think the last time we connected was last fall sometime, and uh, maybe earlier in the year, and we're wanting to connect with you now for a lot of reasons. Anytime yes. anytime's good. I, yeah. Time flies a little fast, you know? It does. Yeah. Well... You know, uh, Somebody Loves You is WFIL's Ministry of the Month for February, so it's always nice whenever we can we have a Ministry of the Month to have the, the pastor from the church on so people can get a little, you know, get to know you better and know the ministry better and all that. What do you remember about, I guess, the, you know, the ministry in terms of when it first got started, the radio specifically a part of it? Do you remember much about how it got started in the first place? Yeah, it, it started in my garage. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, we had a, a station in Pomona. There was not really a big station, so I would take my cassettes to them, and they would start playing them on the radio. And then we, Greg, Chuck, and myself, we went to L.A., and they asked us to come on. Uh, it was not KKLA at first, but it was, uh, what was that, K-Wave? No, I can't remember the story. But it was an FM station in Pomona that we went on, and then L.A. called us to go on this station that really just blew us away because that started all over the East Coast, Midwest, and all those places. Wow. That's, do you remember about what year that would have been? That would be, let me see, 19, about 30 years ago. So that would be how long. Yes, I've been on okay with 30-some years. Okay. Well, and so, and, you know, I did a little digging and talked to our uh, our business manager. I said, how long has Somebody Loves You been on the radio station on WFIL? And she emailed me back just a little while ago. She said, May 11, 1998, almost 24 oh. years ago for us. Wow. Then, then wow. that, that's for our station. And we had at the time another station, which is now a conservative news talk station. But you may have even been on that station, WZZD at the time, 990. Before, but it's been at least 24 years on WFIL, so that's a that, you know that's a lot, which is wonderful, and uh, we're- that's a lot, a lot of time, boys. And time flies so rapidly, you know. I've been here at Calvary Chapel, the in Diamond Bar now for thirty-two years. Wow. Incredible! Yeah. It's like yesterday, you know. We were in West Covina for twelve years, and so here we are now, thirty-two more years. Check that out! Isn't it something? Yeah, it's great. At the dinner table last night, um, my daughter asked us, she's 18, she asked my wife and I, who are in our you know, 40s and 50s, and she said, does time go faster when you get older? And my wife, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she asked it, I'm not even sure why, but it was an interesting it question. Does. It really seems to, you know, for different reasons. Well, it's it's been a pleasure, and we continue to enjoy having the program. It airs uh, t- 10.30 each weekday morning, and there are a number of other airings. Uh, there's one overnight at 3.30. There's one Saturday morning. There's one Sunday afternoon and evening as well. And if folks want to find out more, you can go to our site, WFIL.com, and click the program guide, or simply SomebodyLovesYou.com. You can find out more about the program. Pastor Raul Reese is with us. He's Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs, which... What the, the, I'm guessing usually the, the being a pastor is what's first, and then radio comes from that. Was that the order for you? Did you actually do some radio before becoming a pastor? No, no. I became a pastor, and then we decided to go on the radio. We, we didn't know how the radio was going to be doing, you know? Yeah. But once we got on the station, we couldn't believe you know, the uh, the people writing in and calling in, and it was just incredible the way it took off. You know, there's no words to describe the way Pastor Chuck and Greg, myself, you know, went on the radio, and there were no Calvary Chapels in the Midwest or the East Coast, and through the radio, we began to see Calvary Chapels popping up all over the country. Wow, that's really cool. Now, how would you say the the program has remained the same all the way through, perhaps? And have you noticed at least any other a change or two that's happened along the way? Well, you know, I mean, it's been teaching the Word of God. I mean, we changed the music a couple of times, but it's just a teaching, the consistency in teaching God's Word through the Bible topically, you know, and that's that's been a, the a nature of Calvary Chapel. Yeah. We, yeah um, of course, here, you, I'm guessing you are good friends with Joe Foch, perhaps, Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a brother to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, and I know that people appreciate uh, about that—that that they're hearing you speak and give your thoughts, but they're really hearing the actual word of God as a good chunk of what they're hearing in the messages. And that uh, certainly cannot go wrong at all with God's word itself. Uh, you know, without our even our commentary on it, perhaps. 
So and you know, you know what's interesting is that we, uh, we went on the radio, and then we started uh, uh, exit crusades, and then we went to somebody leave crusades, and it was just incredible to not only do it here in California, but across America and also overseas to see evangelism take off too. Interesting. Folks, just tuning in, we're chatting with Pastor Raul Reese, again, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs, uh, President of Somebody Loves You Ministries, including the radio program you hear on WFIL each weekday at 1030, Somebody Loves You. The the couple of things that we're doing since uh, Somebody Loves You is WFIL's Ministry of the Month for February, we have two prizes and a grand prize. The, a, kind of a daily prize we're giving away is the, the uh, 30 questions that deserve answers. And I guess it's uh, those questions. Uh, Questions pertaining to when people go to share their faith, is that right? And these are some questions of FAQs? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's really uh, handy that when people can look and study, then they can give the answers are very simple. Yeah, I guess Scripture talks about being prepared to give a reason for your your hope, and this is a very practical tool, right? So is that just, what was the backstory to that, just in terms of creating it? it? Was it because you just noticed this would be very, very helpful for people? Well, being on the radio, you know, we people are writing in, and what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? So I thought, you know, let's do something not big, but something small, very simple that people can read and they can share with others. That's great. That's great. And then another prize that we're giving away, just so you know, uh, you know, love series, uh, the studies by Pastor Rawl, studies from Galatians and uh, also Ephesians and Acts and Proverbs, Corinthians, Thessalonians, many of them. Uh, and of course, it, the word love is in the title of the program. Uh, do you, I know you have so many things going on. I, how much, how did you know how that USB came to be in terms of your team coming together? Did you have certain ones you knew you wanted to be part of that love series? No, you know what? We've always, uh, out of our own church, we've uh, we've raised leadership, and those working in uh, somebody loves you, those in administration, those in every ministry at Calvary, they're all from our own congregation. Okay, no, that's great. That's great. Now let me ask you about, the, and there's a grand prize too, by the way. Uh, there's a couple of like a like I think we have a black T-shirt, and a black snapback hat, and there's even a little bit of a. Uh, somebody loves you clothing line, which is pretty cool. That's like a fun. Yes. What, what, just whose idea was that? Because you know, I know you. I think you wear black, right? And uh, often, and yeah. that's well, when he said, you know, t-shirts a big thing. So my daughter-in-law, you know, called, talked to me and said, "Hey, can we start something?" I said, "Well, let's let's do something that will really attract the people that they're going to wear." You know, yeah. because my, my son, my my son used to own a company for skateboarding, and he did uh, skateboards. He did all kinds of clothing, and it went very, very uh, fruitful for the last. It was for twenty some years. Wow! Wow! Well, that's cool. And you know, why not have a little fun with it, right? It's just another extension of way people can enjoy the the radio ministry. Yes, so. you know, we're doing one right now for the military. For veterans, we're doing a, a new sweatshirt and a new T-shirt that I think is going to be really beneficial to the veterans. That's really cool. Pastor Raul Reese, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Again, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs, and President of Somebody Loves You Ministries, including the radio program Somebody Loves You, 10.30 a.m. each weekday on WFIL and several other times during the week. Um, your story would be impossible to tell uh, you know, in a short amount of time. Um, <laughs> but, but for those maybe who haven't caught you before on the air, just uh, take a minute or two and just share a bit about God getting a hold of your life and you. Know, and, and you. And when you look back and you think, wow, I, I, this was my marriage and I'm writing books on marriage now, for example. Or, you know, when you really think back about how God's, what God's done. And, and for, the purpo- yeah. for the purpose of others being encouraged wherever they are to know that God worked in your life in some very hard circumstances and he can do the same for others. 
Well, my wife was a Christian, and uh, she uh, married me. We had a child. I got out of the Marine Corps, came back from Vietnam, and uh, I started being violent with my wife for four years. And then one day I decided to come home and get rid of my wife, you know, and my kids. And so at that particular moment, she wasn't home. She was at church. And I decided to go ahead and destroy my TV, destroy my house. So I got my rifle and then waited for her to come home so that I could kill her and kill my kids and then have the cops kill me. I was tired of life. So at that time, I, you know, Chuck, Pastor Chuck Smith, when I hit the TV, he came on in a, in a talk show. And so I began to, I tried to shoot him out of the TV, but it didn't work. <laughs> I, the, the Bible began to not only penetrate my life, but it came to a place that I had to get on my knees. I accepted Christ, and from that point on, was just history. My wife was blown away. My family was blown away. My friends were blown away. Then I had come to a new creation, and through that, my friends began to get saved. Didn't want to be a pastor. I was in the martial arts for so many years that I wanted to keep my school, but God decided to continue to give me my martial arts, but at the same time to give me a church to be able to teach the Bible, to evangelize, and to be where we are today, just incredible. Isn't that something? And and uh, from is it From Fury to Freedom? Folks wanted to yes. really dig in and read? Yes. And we did a document called Taking the Hill, too, for veterans, which has just been a real blessing. I found three guys in my platoon, one already has passed away, three are still, two are still alive, and we did it, not only our personal, we hadn't seen each other for 47 years, and I found them. Wow. The circumstance. So we did this, you know, documentary that's been going on all over to the military. Wow. Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. The world of radio is uh, very, it's a private medium. It's very public, but very private, meaning people can listen without anyone knowing. They don't have to step foot in church to hear the truth. And so uh, research has shown that oftentimes Christian radio actually has a large percentage of the audience who aren't Christians uh, yet, yeah. at least, right? So... Uh, just words of wisdom as you've walked, uh, you know, for many years, and that was just a little sliver of your story. There's a lot I, I know that uh, you even shared before that, that there's much more to it. What would you say if you wanted to do two things? One is to just encourage those who are believers, who listen, who appreciate the program and, and all that. But maybe those who are also then considering it or thinking about it, but haven't yet committed their hearts to Christ. Sure. Number one, I would say get into the Word of God, study it in a prayerful life, in time of meditation to spend time with God. That's very important. So reading the Word of God, praying, and then sitting at the feet of Jesus and listen to what He wants to say to you each, every single day. To the others, I would say you can't live without Christ. There's no way. I, I've experienced it. And the way to do that is to repent. And to give your life to Jesus Christ, not to become, you know, not to go after religion, but to have a relationship with Christ, which is so beautiful, that you can sit at His feet, He can speak to you, and then you can share your faith with your friends, your family, with others, and you're going to blow your mind what God will do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Pastor Al Reese, our guest for a few minutes here on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Is there a pastor or a writer or a devotional that has meant a lot to you over the years that encourages you? Oh, for sure. Oswald Chambers, you know, Pastor Chuck Smith, 
the El Moody, uh, there's a bunch of them. Okay. Oswald Chambers, uh, my utmost first highest, meant a lot to me, was, especially when I was in high school. I remember a number of those devotionals. Uh, one of them, he said, is your, is your walk with the Lord becoming simpler? As you mature, that uh, it, sometimes you feel like a, becoming a more mature Christian means you have to do three Bible studies instead of two and pray for yeah. this much longer. And it, before long, it's this big burden you're carrying. And he says, actually, you're yeah. you're unlearning. You're taking things away that get in the way of that simplicity with the walk with the Lord. And, so. and look what he did. He did at the age of 40. I mean, he touched the whole world for Christ. Simple, but deep to minister to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, um, I don't know if you've ever read Fenelon. By chance? Yeah. Yeah. My dad just emailed me today. My dad's 93. He calls it advanced wow. middle age. And <laughs> one of the favorite Fenelon quotes he wrote was, in the last analysis, resisting the cross God gives us is more painful than the cross itself. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty, yeah. Cross. <laughs> just a couple last questions for you. I know you have plenty going on in your life there. Uh, we have a pastor's breakfast coming up. And just any thought, you know, you've, you've been a pastor for many uh, years. Any thoughts or words of wisdom on any aspect of being a pastor, uh, whether it's in the pulpit or out of the pulpit, that you might offer if you were, say, at the breakfast yeah, yourself? I, I, I would share with the pastor, you know, we're living in the last days. Every day is different. And you need to feed your people. In order to feed your people, God has to speak to you. And the way he speaks to you is by being in the Word of God. Otherwise, you have no message and you shouldn't be a pastor. Okay. It's it's simple, basic, for, but very fundamental. And I can believe it. To, to have your, your mind renewed, your, your whole life renewed by having your yeah. mind in his Word. Is there a, is there a, I know all of God's Word is, is valid and good and and useful and helpful. Is there a, a verse or two that sometimes you come back to a lot that, that seems to be in the foreground of your mind or you're never very far away from? Yeah, I, I mean, very John 3, 16, you know, I mean, that's uh, not only my favorite, but that speaks to the whole world. It speaks to non-believers, speaks to believers, because Jesus never stops loving people. Hmm. Love is the greatest thing, and love is the thing that brings people to Christ. You might find this interesting, but the program we do is actually specifically in the write-up mentions John three sixteen and <laughs> well, and the reason is not only is it kind of maybe the Hall of Fame verse yeah. that it, people will know, but the show that we do is clearly Christian. We don't want to mix it up or make it sound yeah. like whatever muddy. Uh, so, for example, you being a guest is is very much in play with what we do here. But we also have a, a portion of the guests who come on the program aren't necessarily believers. They might be on just to talk about, um, or, you know, the cookbook they did or something where there's a chance yeah. to have some relationship with people, uh, but all within the context of the gospel. And sometimes those conversations lead in a direction of, of talking about things of the Lord. So... Uh, because, you know, if, if I guess my philosophy has always been, and I, I've shared this with some people in radio who don't don't necessarily share it. They think that, you know, people go to McDonald's for McDonald's fries. Yeah. So they, when they tune in, they want to hear the same thing. I'm like, yeah, but I have like a food court mentality. I want to have, I want to bring people in and specifically share the Lord with people. And so I'm just, it's just interesting you said John 3.16, because if if that's true, if God, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's true for everybody, all seven plus billion people, whether they know it or not. Yeah. You know? And you know what? A lot of non-believers, believe it or not, they know that scripture because that scripture is all over the world. Yeah. It's, you know, and the Holy Spirit, when he ministered to them, it's like a, it's like a bow and arrow penetrating to your heart once it's released, the love of Christ is released, and you either reject it or you accept it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. Uh, by the way, I was just thinking while you're mentioning there the, uh, uh, the fact that you're based in California with the Super Bowl coming up. Do you do you care? Do you care about the do you watch much football? Do you care if the Rams win or not, or California teams root for each other, whatever? Or do you? Is that- no, no, yeah, I, I, I like the, I like baseball, but if the Rams win, awesome. You know, if they don't, then people waste their money going to game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more of a baseball guy. Yeah, I'm a baseball guy. Okay. <laughs> I played baseball in high school and little league and all that, and I used to love baseball. I played semi-pro league when I was back in high school. Really? I didn't know yes. that. You yes. might you might find this interesting. I had the chance to meet Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager, once. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was just for a minute. He was in his office. I used to cover the Phillies part-time. And oh. he, he was doing press conference, like kind of in his afterwards in the office. And long story short, I only had... 30 seconds with him. But I asked him how his faith and his uh, craft, or being a baseball manager, intersect. And he looked at me and he said, we know how it all ends. Wow. Which I thought was like, wow, that's a really deep, like, in terms of, you know, when you're the manager, you're at the core of all the decisions. And if anybody yeah. would theoretically know how the team's going to do, it would be the manager because they're right in the middle of everything. Yeah. But his point yeah. was not about whether the team wins or loses or the World Series or not. It was about we really know how the course of human history ends. And because Jesus died yeah. on the cross, we know how it all ends. I was like, wow, yeah, so, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean, everybody's going to end, you know, no matter who you are. Yeah, yeah. And you can't take nothing with you. How many times still getting buried and you see their crutches that are full, you know, and they never did anything for it. They leave everything behind, everything. Well, uh, it has been a pleasure to hear your voice again. Pastor Al Reese uh, from Somebody Loves You Radio and WFIL 1030 AM each weekday. Uh, I have been told, just to close out with two things, I've been told at least some pastors think a lot, even they're always thinking, and that while they can share from the pulpit, or as you do, have a radio program each day, there's still lots of other time where things are on a pastor's mind. Just out of curiosity, what's been on your mind even today or in the last day or two that's, you know, if you had a microphone right now, what you do, you would you would be thinking out loud and sharing with people. I would uh, share with people that God will extend my life because not only them but me to be able to share the gospel with people. We're living in a very critical time, and we need good decisions, especially when we have the Word of God, we are good decisions. Amen. Amen. And, and people praying for you. The other thing was just kind of maybe tying in with that, how people can pray for you. Yes. Just pray for my wife. You know, she has cancer. Just She has found out that her cancer has gone to the skull. Hmm. So we don't know what's going to happen. She has seven tumors in her liver. It's been a miracle. She's lived for the last 15 years. And now we're waiting to see what God's going to do. Amen. People will pray for you for sure. And thank you, uh, so thank you for taking time today. God bless you and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. Amen. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's Pastor Raul Reese from the Somebody Loves You radio program that airs each week at 10.30 a.m. on WFIL, uh, also 3.30 a.m., Saturday, 4.30 a.m., and on Sunday, 3 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. You can find out more about the ministry through WFIL.com's program guide. You can also go to somebodylovesyou.com online. And again, being the ministry of the month for February, you can uh, get yourself entered to win several different prizes and a grand prize as well. It's all right on our homepage at WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. 
It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 4.56 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Just a little housekeeping as we come down the home stretch to the show. I mentioned this. Our site has a lot of uh, stuff for you to engage with and enjoy. Uh, you just heard that uh, announcement about Ministry of the Month. We had Pastor Raul Reese on the program. That's one of the contests you can enter. There's uh, the Salem Book of the Month for February, which is The Power of the Holy Spirit in You by Pat Robertson, Salem's February Book of the Month. And uh, he's, you know, Pat Robertson, a longtime host of the 700 Club, you may remember, and he founded CBN. He tackles a lot of questions about the Holy Spirit specifically including who he is and the power that's available through him and how to uh, you know, utilize that power, what you're supposed to do with it. So that's uh, on the contest page. Also on the contest page, we t- started the hour off talking about Apologetics' uh, parody CD, Back from the Future. There are quizzes and surveys you can take, which are fun, but also could yield you a prize. And there's the Cash for Couples contest right now where you can get $1,000 to spend on you know, a special date, day trip, uh, give it away. Or, you know, I'll take it if you want. Anyway, so cash for couples. No, cash for couples giveaway. That's on the contest page. Um, and there's a free one right there. The World's Greatest Recipes, Volume 1. It's a downloadable cookbook, 122 pages. And it's really cool because it involves recipes from folks like the family of John MacArthur from Grace to You, Stephen Arterburn from New Life Live, uh, Phil and Kay Robertson from Duck Dynasty, and even some of our own listeners. So get that right on our homepage at WFIL.com, The World's Greatest Recipes, Volume 1. That's actually a download. You can just have it. No contest needed, so to speak, for that. One last thought for you as we come uh, down the final minute here, coming up in just a couple minutes, is Truth for Life with Alice Trebek, one of many programs we're very grateful to have on the air. They have something called Truth Partners, which is basically folks who are willing to support the ministry on a monthly basis. And that could be $5 a month. It could be $50 a month. It could be whatever you want. Just keep them in mind, if you would. Uh, perhaps being a truth partner, you go to, to – uh, their website, truthforlife.org slash truthpartner. And that means a lot to them. It helps them plan. It helps them be able to pay for things. And this is true for different ministries. In the case of Alistair Begg and Truth for Life, they actually call it Truth Partner. So if you consider that, uh, that will help them keep their ministry going strong in Philadelphia. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.